Altamont podcast for all news, information, and updates. This is Volvacast Season 2. This is Bulbacast, episode 22 out of season 2, and tonight I have with me Pokemon Palace Network host, owner, and all that good stuff, Mr. PPN Steve. Hey everyone, how's it going? I also have the owner of the Bulba Garden webpage, Mr. Archaic. Hey everyone. I have the guy who runs a page called Brinstar Adepts and also operates in the Bulba Garden chat room, Mr. Dratini927. Hey guys. Also, I have a Smogon Forms mod as well as a Bulba Garden Forms mod and one of the guys who really does a great job operating the Bulba Garden chat room, Mr. James Misty. Hi, I'm back. <laughs> Welcome back, Jane! Welcome back! Woo-hoo. And then there's me, Mr. Satokun. I run a chat called Bulba Garden. I don't do it very well, but hey, people like me. <laughs> <laughs> Wee! Hi. So, Wee. tonight, on to our first piece of business. I do believe our first piece of business will be the business of discussing the latest Japanese episode of Pocket Monsters. Oh, yes. <laughs> These riders are just getting better and better. I don't know what's happened over there. I mean, I think they changed their writing stuff in the last uh, couple of months or something since they started DB. Yeah. But whatever changes they've made, it's worked beautifully. I like it. Yes. I'd like to interject this. Um, Pi actually uh, pointed this out to me, but it seems like it's no longer... Just a big guy, guys, guys, this is Ash. Ash is the big guy in the group. They're really giving Miss Dawn a lot of time in the anime and really building her character more so than I believe they ever did with Misty or with May. And it seems like, you know, they're trying to do a more of a shoyo as well as a shonen type anime now. It's, it's not just for the boys, even though it never was, even more so now. They're really, you know, being finally doing what they should have done. Uh, I'd actually have to disagree with that, but I think we should probably get on the sexism issue another time when Pi's in the cast, because I know she's the one who started that topic on the forums, and that's uh, that'd probably take us an hour to go through. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I believe so. We we probably should actually have a special Bulbacast dedicated to stuff like that. Yeah, it's a bit more of a heavy issue, so we won't get too much into it now. Back to the main topic. Writing much better. Go writers. Yes. Yes. Go Even the filler episodes. Even the filler episodes are good. And we are seeing constantly recurring characters who have a chance yes. to actually... Development. We are not seeing characters <laughs> of the day. How many episodes has it been since we've seen a real character of the day? Hmm. Think about it. How long has it been? You know, quite a while now. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> quite a while. Uh, well, they started you know, with people like Harley, though. Yeah. Well, they've had characters of the day, but... Uh, Not in Diamond and Pearl? Yes, they have. Well... There have been some. There's a few. But there haven't been anywhere near as many as there used to be. They're reusing characters a lot, 
and they're having character relationships. Maybe I mean, they're saying Sinnoh is smaller than the other regions, so there's you run into the same people more often. Maybe. Yeah, very true. But they're also developing the minor characters to fairly unusual levels with some of these things. Maybe I mean, they're not going to be minor anymore. Maybe they're going to play a bigger role later on. Well, that's what we're hoping. Um, just yeah. for an example, with this latest episode we had, now I can't ever remember her name off the top of my head, mm. but the gym leader there seemed to be demonstrating a bit of a crush on that bard-like character, whatever his name is. Mm. Do you guys remember the name of the gym leader? Roark? James, Matt? Roark? Regardania. <laughs> Natane is the gym leader, and now she is the bard. There we go. Good characters. Actually, let's just get on to the discussion of the episode, because there's so much in there that I want to say. Okay, uh, Musashi and Kojiro, Jesse and James. From the sounds of things in this episode, they, with that stealing of the big gem egg thingy, were trying to enter Team Galaxy. Right. All right, basically the episode starts Team Rocket, not dressed up as Team Rocket for once, uh, just in, like, generic thieves' outfits, stealing this oh, big wow. and like gem. It was a filler. Okay, fine. It didn't have a character of the day, unless you're going to count Jenny. There were two Jennies, so that's a twist there as it is. Did we figure out why there was two Jennies, by the way? I yeah, one of them was, was on holidays. Rock fan service? Okay. It, pretty much, they're having these characters turn up for no reason whatsoever, except that a writer thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we threw two Jennies in this episode? Mm. You know, There's that's no... the beauty of anime itself, is that it's so random. <laughs> There's no reason they had to put Jenny in there. There's no. no reason that they've put a lot of these characters in there. You could have had the episode without them easily. But because they're in there, you've got the chance for possible character development. Yes. And it... frankly, I think we'll see this Jenny come back again and again and again. Well, you know, Brock's the only one who could tell them apart. Actually, that's hmm. an interesting point. Um, when the Jenny who was resident there saw the other Jenny, she asked her, Doc or no Jenny? Which Jenny what? are you? No, not which. Where? Where? Yeah, okay. Got so, it. in other words, even sh- the Jennies can't necessarily tell each other apart. <laughs> Can you blame them? They all look the same. But if they're family, come on, you'd think they could probably tell each other apart a little more. I was just going to say, when I was in uh, elementary school, I went to school with these two uh, identical twins, and the only way you could tell them apart, one of them had a scar on her lip, and that, that was the only way you could tell. All we're going to say here, I think, is watch the episode if you can. It's great. Okay, it's a filler, but who cares? They're good fillers. And they're well no written real... for once. Yeah. yeah. They're entertaining. Mm-hmm. They're no, they don't have characters of the day, and they have character development for... I mean, uh-huh. I would have called them minor characters, but, yeah, they're, they're recurring characters. We're obviously going to see these guys time and time and time again. Yay for the win. Indeed. We yes. like that. Yes, we do. We like that. That, that really builds the whole story back up, getting back into something that's making the Pokemon anime a lot more relevant story-wise. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be 
a lot more exciting to watch because now you can't miss an episode because you might mm. miss something important. Yep. Some character uh, brought in. You know what I'm actually wondering? Some key piece of information for that particular character. Yeah. Mm. I'm wondering if they're actually starting to see a minor slump in the number of people who watch it, or maybe they're getting feedback that are making them realize they kind of have to start changing the direction they were going on, mm. or they're going, they were going to lose. I don't think it's that, that bad. I think it's mm. more like along what Archaic said. Uh, they got writer changes. Didn't we get mm. writer changes before Battle Frontier? I remember somebody saying that. I remember somebody saying it right at the end of Battle Frontier. Oh. Yeah, I remember at the end of Battle Frontier, too, though. They, they did, did change before the end of Battle Frontier. Yeah, but that didn't, they didn't have the freedom of mm-hmm. starting yeah. from scratch because they already had an existing storyline going. Yeah. Right. Where in Diamond and Pearl, they basically had free reign to mm. start at the beginning Indeed. and work the characters up and, and actually build the storyline up. I think they've yeah. actually had direction here telling them, right, we want to take that plot with the legendaries and Team Galaxy from the game and make it a big part of the anime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'd heard stuff about that before the anime came out, heard about how this was going to be stuff with Dawn and those two legendaries. We would tie it all into the game, like yeah. they originally did in Kanto. Mm-hmm. And, okay, so we haven't seen much of that yet, but we have seen some slow development of it. Well, yeah, and, you can't yeah. just throw it in. It has to be yeah. built. It has to be introduced and slowly built up like any yeah. good story would. So I think the question here is actually going to be, will the gyms actually become a secondary plot? Will the gyms in the tournament maybe get thrust back until after a save the world thing, or will they just totally get sidetracked, or will he do those <coughs> gyms and tournament, and then we have the big thing with Team Galaxy coming after him then? Why can't they do it at the same time and just have Galaxy well, show up in the middle of his gym um, progress without actually sidetracking him? That would be like games. It would actually be well, just something that comes up he has to deal with to move on because it's, you know, like Team Rocket used to do that in the old day. It would just, they would block his way. I mean, in the games, you basically had to trek all around the region right. doing the stuff to foil Team Galaxy. Right. If he's going yeah. to be trekking all around the region when he doesn't have instant transport, unless Wait a they're minute. going to... Let me, let, me, let me tell you how I think they're going to run it, uh, how they, most TV series that relate to a game or, or something would do. Yeah. Q will do those those um, things he needs to do to thwart Team Galaxy, but he won't know he's doing them. Like like in the game, you know you have to go to this other point to do a, a, a specific task. Mm-hmm. Well, in the anime, he'll do a task similar to that, but he won't know he has to do that in order to move forward. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't... It, it, I see what you're saying, happen, but I don't think that's but, what's going to happen. But it won't I think, be blatant like it is in the game. I think it will be blatant like it is I, in the game. Not so much that, oh no, I can't go to the next gym city unless I beat Team Galaxy, but rather I need to put aside my gym quest for a while and 
help to stop this big evil that I know is happening right now? I, don't, I hope they don't do it that way. I, I don't like that. I would rather it be an ongoing part of his quest in Diamond and Pearl. I'm going to say this right now, guys. I really think from the way they've actually been going with the series, they've been surprising us so many times now. I don't think there's really going to be any way to actually predict what's going to happen. Uh, well, yeah. And that's nice. You know, it's, it's, still, fun to, it's still fun to speculate and guess. Okay, well, mm-hmm. here's some speculation then. Mm-hmm. I think that the movies in this generation will tie into the plot of the anime as it goes and will not be mm-hmm. sta- like standalone long episodes. Interesting. I'm going to agree with that, personally. Uh, just based on the limited info we have right now, mm. uh, it does look likely. Yeah. Just, I mean, if you go into... Be continued, you see at the end of every episode will actually have a meaning. Well, yeah. Like, I think if they're going to be focusing on the legendaries, and they are with this first movie then why not consider that as an introduction to the Team Galaxy plotline for the anime? Hmm. And then we start getting more and more stuff. Then we might get another movie where Team Galaxy actually scores a... Well, actually, no, I don't think they could do an Empire Strikes Back kind of thing where Team Galaxy scores a victory, could they? Not, Not in a movie. Not unless it is no, as a, as not a movie. prequel no, type that, thing. Yeah, they might yeah, have to do good. that as like two back-to-back one-hour episode. Well, like a one-hour episode one week and a one-hour episode the next week. That might work. Um, I, I just figure if they're going to have a world-threatening disaster or whatever, they're probably going to pop to scenes of Professor Oak and maybe even some of the other professors and other... Uh, like his mother and whatever, and if they're going to do that sort of thing, why not pop to a Misty thing just for a couple of seconds? Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Indeedy. Oh, yeah, that's right, time. So should we mm. move on? Yeah, we probably should. <laughs> so bottom line of the episode, right, much better writing. Oh. Yes. Much better, cleaner, uh, better character development. All right, so. so let's move right along. Yes, I do believe our next topic is going to be this very interesting big marathon of Pokemon episodes that have been showing in the United States on Cartoon Network. And I do believe that both James and Dratini have been catching those, haven't you guys? Yeah, we have. If you guys could just uh, go into that and just inform us and more so inform the listeners who might not be in America and the ones who are who actually have watched it as well, you know, just let everyone know what's been going on. Basically, they just chose some of the best episodes from each, well, you know, not season, but each theme song. I could put it like that. Like, they showed a bunch of the good ones from the original Kanto theme song, Orange Islands, Beginning Go Journeys, then some of Master Quest, Dota League, Champions, so far. And then tomorrow, Sunday, they're going to show more from Advanced Gen. If I had one complaint, it's that all the good episodes are on ridiculously early. They're like six steps. We had a bunch of good episodes, like uh, The Holy Matrimony. One of the <laughs> better episodes in Kanto is at 6.30 a.m. I'm not waking yeah. up for that. 
And uh, oh, come on! Don't be lazy. Wake up. Watch the episode. Yeah. Set your recorder. This is my summer. I like to sleep. Exactly. <laughs> Isn't that what VCRs are for, guys? Yeah, but why record something I've seen 55 times already? I want it on a mic. Because you can. <laughs> and uh, let's see, mostly just the episodes. Of the, oh, I remember what it was. They showed only two episodes of the Orange Islands, the two Drake episodes. Which yeah. Is, by the way, brilliant, but they needed to show more of those. Yeah, I, li- I, like I liked the more Orange I, myself. Yeah, I liked some yeah. of the other gym ones they had where they had to build the icicle boat and they had yeah, to go down the fun. hill. Yeah, that was a great episode. They didn't the Rudy show it. The Rudy episode is a classic. Yeah. It's awesome, but they just skipped over it. Yeah, they did way too much Johto journeys, I think. Jodo photo finish and got a calculator on from 6 to 7 a.m. tomorrow morning, which is extremely <laughs> lame. Yeah. You know, during some of the commercials, they showed previews of Diamond and Pearl season and everything and how it starts Monday at 7.30. And they also said that it's going to be every weeknight, Monday through Thursday at 7.30 for new episodes. Dub. Not forever. We don't know for how long, though, right? No, it just shows so far that it's going to be all this week, or all next week, rather, 7.30, Monday through Thursday. Well, there's only 30-some-odd episodes available. Yeah. Um, Maybe I wouldn't they'll be just do a week-long if, promotion. I wouldn't be surprised if it is only a one-week thing to promote. I, thing yeah, I some. would think so. We got anything else on the USA Marathon? Not much else besides that, besides just showing 48 hours almost, and then just hmm. previews for Diamond and Pearl. Right. <laughs> yep. That works. I think we still had a few news things we wanted to mention. Yes, I believe we do. Hey, Bippa, what's wrong? Do you have another problem? Why, hello, friend Mudkip. Yes, I do. I can't seem to figure out how many licks it takes to get to the center of this here Tootsie Pop. Is that all, Bippa? Well then, all you need to do is go ask Mr. Hoot Hoot. He can tell you how many licks it takes. Duh, thank you. But, um, where's Mr. Hoot Hoot? He's just outside Celestic Town. You can't miss him. Now hurry, before Dawn arrives. Uh, I didn't know Dawn was in this commercial. I thought she was at home doing dishes. Not that type of Dawn. I meant Dawn is in the sunrise, you retarded beaver. Oh, now I get it. <laughs> now, let's see. Mr. Hoot Hoot? Mr. Hoot Hoot. Uh, where could Mr. Hoot Hoot be? Hoot Hoot! Ah, oh, Mr. Hoot Hoot. <laughs> could you help me? Hoot! Uh, how many licks does it take to get to the center of this here Tootsie Pop? Hoot, you're an idiot! That's not a Tootsie Pop, that's a screwdriver, Hoot! Oh, duh. No wonder it kept tasting like metal. <laughs> Thank you. Hoot, now go on! I'm sure you've wasted enough time here with this Bulbacast, with your nonsense, Hoot! Uh, what's a Bulbacast? Hoot!
I am so, so amazed they actually have done this. They've actually had a huge marathon of Pokemon episodes on television in America. I really didn't think it was going to happen. This might actually be another sign that, hey, it's about to be doing really well again with DP. Yep. You know, we've already said ourselves, DP is very, very, very much better than it had been, the series had been. Yeah. Uh, This might just be what we need for popularity in America. So, hey, a big multi-day marathon might just be a sign. But now, we've got a little bit of news that Archaic is going to tell us about several items and... Let's get to them right now. Uh, some of our listeners might remember the uh, Pokemon 10th anniversary tour that we had earlier this year. Um, I certainly hope some of you guys were there at the Brisbane one. You might remember seeing me there demonstrating the TFG. I don't know. Um, anyway, basically, uh, Nintendo of Australia announced uh, a couple of days ago that they're going to have another DS Connection tour visiting places around the country. And now, while that's going to be a general DS Connection tour, um, they're going to have a very heavy focus on Pokemon with that. Uh, I mean, if you are at the previous Pokemon tour, you'll remember that uh, they didn't have Pokemon to download there because uh, the guys in the US were having a tour at the same time and we couldn't get any of the download machines. Well, we're going to have them this time. Mm. Um, So... That would be like for your Pokemon, Emerald, Ruby, Sapphire, and so forth, those downloads, not for uh, Diamond and Pearl. But you will also have Diamond and Pearl events there with like a battle competition, uh, level 50 Pokemon. I mean, you're probably going to want to look at the Nintendo site to get very specific information on that. We haven't heard anything on if they're going to ban the use of the Japanese games there. It's possible that they won't want people using them, but I don't see it being a huge issue, because frankly, I mean, at the 10th anniversary tour, probably about half the people there who were aged 15 and up had a Japanese diamond or pearl with them. At least on the Sunday, anyway. I can't remember the Saturday, too many people. But anyway, I don't think the Japanese games will be too much of a problem, but be aware that they may have an issue with that, and they're probably going to have an issue when they see people who've got 99 hours on it, and they go, how can you do that? It was only released a couple of days ago, or whatever. Uh, I mean, just be careful, because I'm not sure how willing they're going to be to accept people who've imported from Japan or the USA or whatever. It's probably going to be a very, very sore issue when you're going to have a lot of kids come in, I mean, the max level for these battles is 50, but I doubt many of the kids will even have them over 20. Right, because it's going to be new. Pretty much. Yeah. I I mean, I hope that we'll see uh, battles actually split up into, like, age divisions or something, because, frankly, it wasn't nice to see 15-plus guys going in there with level 100 teams that were just amazingly built. I mean, it's obvious where they got their skills from, like playing on net battle or whatever. 
and they're going up against this little kid who's all bright and shining and happy, and he's probably only got Pokemon a couple of weeks back or whatever, and they utterly demolish him, and I don't think that kid's going to want to play Pokemon anymore. Yeah. Guys, come on. uh, It's... I understand that you want to win, but... Let the guy uh, have a chance. He's a... Yeah, he's new. Well, it's a little hard to let the guy have a chance, which is why I'm hoping that they're going to have separate age divisions. Because let's be honest here, when you've got the level 100 Shedinger and the kid has no Pokemon that can actually hurt the thing in the first place... Well, they should just base it on Pokemon levels, then. Well... 20 and under, 30 and Actually, that's the point. In Diamond and Pearl, you do have that level adjustment thing, don't you? Or, oh, yeah. but no, they've they've said here that Pokemon in team cannot be above level 50, so I guess they're not using that, which is a pity. Yeah. Well, you can also auto-level to 50, but the, I think that's only for Wi-Fi. I don't think you can do that with local play. Mm. Just reading from their rules here, I mean, they say, Pokemon not eligible for entry include Celebi, Deoxys, Dialga... Rudon, Jirachi, Kyogre, Ho-Oh, Lugia, Manaphy, Mewtwo, Mew, Palkia, and Rayquaza. I'm just thinking, some of those, shouldn't that actually be impossible for an Australian to have? Yeah, yeah, not not really. I mean, you can use wireless trading with people on the internet. I mean, I got a Celebi, and I've never, well, except for a Mew event back in red, blue, yellow, I've never been anywhere near an event, so... Yeah, no. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay, no, it's just because like I'm thinking here with um, Deoxys, I think, and also, no, no, we did get Jirachi. We had that in the Pokemon Channel disc. Um, but with Deoxys and Manaphy, we don't actually have the ability to get those locally. Manaphy is you can get Manaphy eggs almost anywhere on the internet. There are people well, you can who give them now. out. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea that they're selecting legendaries to exclude because nobody likes the mm-hmm. Uber battle. Like well, they that. put Rayquaza as an exclusion now, which they didn't put anywhere else. You could use Rayquaza before here. Well, yeah, they were, I don't know why they did that because that's that's kind of a, a strange version Pokemon. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily a legendary, but yeah. it's still. I mean, and they didn't exclude Latios and Latias. Yes. Which are legendaries. Which, yeah. <laughs> and they're really. Up there in stats. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Um, Pretty weird. Yeah, I mean, just for some more information, uh, for those of you who've actually signed up to nintendo.com.au and you've received the SMS telling you about the events, take that with you. Um, Show the guys when you go in and you'll get something. I don't know what, but you'll get something. There'll be plenty of free stuff to get there. I don't know exactly what, but there'll be stuff. Yeah, show up. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, chop, enjoy yourself, and meet me. Yes, um, go see Archaic. Dog yes, uh, Br- Brisbane only, unfortunately. Sorry, I don't ha- I mean, if you want to pay for me to go to the other ones, sure, I'll go, but otherwise only Brisbane one. Thanks, Archaic, for those interesting news tidbits. Wow. Indeed. Again, things are getting really, really interesting here. And, you know, I think this is a good time to say I'm glad we're here covering all of this. Yep. Great time to be a Pokemon fan. Indeed. And now 
let's get along and move on with the question of the week. Here's Satoshi-kun about to read the question of the week. And, hey, wait, that's me. I'm, okay, I'm reading the question of the week now. All right. <laughs> All right, and welcome to yet another wonderful, fun-filled, exciting adventure of Ash Cat. Wait a second, no. No, 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 no. This is the question of the week. Right? Right. Okay, so, being the question of the week, we had two questions of the week for last week. We had a game question and an anime question. What? I don't hear anyone be sounding surprised. Oh yeah, it's because we're doing that all the time now. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the first question was a game question. Have you found any shinies? And if so, what have you found? And the anime question happened to be, do you believe or think that Ash is going to leave the series, possibly after DP? Hmm. Thought-provoking questions? Let's see what kind of thought-provoking answers we got from them. Alrighty. First off, we have Yame Teradine, who says that for her game question... That, yes, they've gotten a shiny Metagross from breeding in Ruby, a shiny Latias from Emerald thanks to the Eon ticket, and a shiny Blaziken thanks to breeding in Emerald. Cool. That works. Also, a couple edits. Edit. I also have a shiny Geodude I found in the wild in Fire Red. Lucky! I've never found one. Yummy Teradine, by the way, are you a boy or girl? Please let me know. Thank you. <laughs> Anime question. Ash will continue on for a while longer. He's probably going to try for at least two championships before he ever thinks of retiring. Besides, he's got to prove to his rivals, i.e. Paul, Richie, Casey, Morrison, Harrison, Tyson, Jim Morrison. Okay. No, no, no. Wait a second. <laughs> um, he's got to prove to them that he's better than them. Alrighty, alrighty. Alright, now Martian has a couple of answers for me. Martian says, I have no shiny Pokemon! Cries. I guess I'm the only one left that doesn't. No, I haven't either. Everyone else seems to have a shiny and Pokerust these days. I actually did get Pokerust myself, got it from a trade, but I've never gotten been able to find a shiny or anything. Hey, we're in the same boat, don't worry about it. <clears throat> and Martian says for the anime question that they're not a fan of the anime, they're kind of bored of Ash, but they think he'll win this championship, then maybe carry on to the next region. Hopefully, we shall see. Okie dokie, now, Koke Mizu says that they have caught, in a shi uh, caught a shiny in Diamond. It's a Noctowl at level 28. They are so surprised when they saw it and so glad when their Ultra Ball caught it. Oh, and no cheating, it was involved. Woohoo! Yes! Um, now let's get on to Thunder Dash. Thunder Dash has an answer to the game question, but no answer to the anime question. Hey! Thunder Dash has a shiny Metagross, a shiny Geodude, and a shiny Feebas. Alright, that works. Now let's get right along to Swampert Driplim Chatot. Now, Swampert Driplim Chatot says they have a shiny Drapion, Spiritomb, Manaphy, etc. 
If they went on, I'd shorten their answer. Also, Swampert Drifblim Chatot says, How'd I get them? Uh. Nervously looks at Action Replay DS. Swampert Drifblim Chatot. Over here right now. Get over here. Get over my knee. Okay, okay. Bad Swampert Drifblim Chatot. <laughs> bad, bad, bad. Now for the anime question. Swampert Driplin Chatot says, if Ash's saga was to come to an end, unless it was the end of Pokemon, they'd have to make a spin-off series based on either Max, Team Rocket, Richie, or maybe even the Brendan character in the movie intros, considering how they brought him back occasionally. Sadly, this answer must come to an end, he says. Aww... But seriously, he really wants us to make a Swampert Driplim Chatot cast. No. Okay, now for Steel and Ice Rule. They say no, they don't have any shinies unless you count the Gyarados from Gold, uh, Silver, or Crystal. They have no others. Horrible luck is drawn to those that like Steel and Ice types. Aww, poor thing. Steel and Ice Rule also says they doubt Ash will stop unless he wins a tourney. They don't see that happening until at least Generation 6. Hmm, okay. You know, if Ash does stop, he thought up an awesome idea. Have May, Misty, and Gary travel around. Awesome group, huh? Misty will battle, May will do contests, and Gary will be the older and wiser one. And the Brock of the group. But Gary's the same age! How can he be older and wiser? He's like the same age as Ash, and Misty and May are like the same age as Ash, right? <sighs> okay, now we go on to Ayu. Ayu says that sadly they haven't gotten any shinies so far. But, eh, guess they just don't have the patience to track a Pokemon with the odds of 1 to some 4900. Too much work. Can't blame you. Question number two, don't think the Pokemon Diamond and Pearl will be the end of Ash's journey. In fact, Ayu expects Ash to continue to, ex or expects them to continue to expand the anime, to continue to develop his character, and have more fun adventures to follow. Besides, we have to find out what happened to all the people they've met and promised to fight again. Maybe that's the next big thing. Woohoo, maybe. <laughs> Now we got Tori. Tori says, short answer this week. And just answers question number one, an emerald ten minutes after catching their first Feebas. Which head Pokerus might, uh, Tori add. They encountered a shiny Makuhita. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Coincidence? Most probably. Alright, Magpie says, for shinies, they have a shiny Pidgeot they caught in a Pidgey outside of Mount Moon on Fire Red. Or they caught it as a Pidgey, yes. They also did the Pokemon Box Challenge where they hatched 1,499 Magikarp in order to get a surfing Pichu. In the process, they hatched two shiny Magikarp. Whoa, it's pretty cool. And also, Magpie has recently traded for a shiny Slowking. His favorite or her favorite something. So happy, yay! Slowking is indeed cool. And oddly enough, it was raised for beauty and smart contests. Huh, that's actually pretty nice. Someone like to uh, did, did take it through contests. Did it have any good ribbons? Hmm, take a look. For the anime question, Magpie says, Ash is fine, but eh, 
Magpie would be all for a new series with a new character. Loves the anime and would be happy with any change, really. Hey, that works. Now, Kashimu has a female Gibble on their diamond import and got it while breeding for a friend. Nifty. Hope you kept it for yourself. And for the anime question, Okashimu personally honestly hated Satoshi at first. Hey. <laughs> but after he transformed into a Pikachu, he won Okashimu's heart. Hey, Ashichu is so adorable other and other than that, they think the anime wouldn't nearly be as popular without Ash. Ah, yeah, that works. Now, Pikachu 2211, or is it 2211, or 2211, or 2211, I think I already said that, though, has, for the game question, they've gotten two shiny Pokemon, a shiny Dustox, and shiny Metacham. Alright, now Unicorn Q says, they have one shiny and pearl. A Splenda, I mean Spinda, they caught an emerald while hunting the elusive Skarmory, which took them three hours of constant hunting to find. It also has a Biberel or Biberel in their Japanese diamond, which they got while hunting Chansey. Alright, for the anime question, Unicorn Q doubts that Ash will ever leave the show totally, and really could see more spin-offs like Chronicles. That would be nice, but they doubt that Ash will ever leave totally. And I think that Ash will probably beat the league this generation, and lose to the Elite Four this season, and maybe go all the way next season, after which he might become a secondary character who just helps out a main character. We shall see. Now we have Shaded Sprider. And Shaded Sprider says for the game question, they don't have DP, have never gotten any shiny Pokemon, ever. They like shiny stuff, since they're a Firefly fan. <laughs> that works. For the anime question, Shaded Sprider would like them to revitalize the series by starting over 100% from scratch. They liked the first episode of DP. It looked like a new start without all the baggage for, of the previous seasons. You know, we actually mentioned that on the Bulbacast, haven't we? Yeah. And now Blunasaur says, for the game question... Blunty's got a shiny gold bed. They caught an emerald, and they traded it to someone. They're currently trying for a shiny butterfly. No luck yet, but hey, he'll keep trying. And for the anime question, hey, it'd be cool if Ash wins a whole tourney. But even if he does, Blunasaur doesn't think it should mark the end of his journey. Hey, the world is a vast place, and there's always bigger and better stuff out there. And Ash really should stick with the anime until the end. Like he said before, Ash and Pikachu are the meat and potatoes of the whole show. Get rid of them, and you cure the, kill the anime. I kind of agree with that one. Now we got Dr. Mike, who says they've got a shiny matchup. Ooh, that's pretty cool, man. They're also trying to use a Poke Radar and Diamond to find more, but man, it's just so frustrating. You chain 18 Vulpixes, or is it Vulpi, and then run into a Spoink. Ah, oy vey. Now, Diet1313 says for the game question. Nope, they don't have any shinies, but their sister has a shiny Shinex, and one of their friends has a shiny Golbat. 
Oh man, that's cool. Alright, and now we'll get on with the Swampert Driftland chat talks of the of next week. I, I mean the questions of next week. For the questions for next week, we have a nice collection of Swampert Drift... I, I mean, co- collection of questions in which I'm going to ask you that have been asked by people who have answered questions this week. Hey, isn't that cool? <laughs> well, let's see what we got, man. We got Martion. Whoa. With the game question of, what is your favorite most challenging gem leader from any of the games, and why? I like that question. I really do. And now I've got Yame Teradyne with the anime question. Yame Teradyne says, We've seen the superhero Gligerman in Johto, so there's bound to be potential for other superheroes as well. So, you know, if there were other superheroes, man, or even teams of heroes to show up, (laughs) <laughs> what do you think their theme would be? Good luck, have fun, can't wait to see the answers you guys come up with, and yeah, can't wait to see you next week. This is Sato, signing out. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you, myself, for the question of the week, and you know, guys, once again, I, I'm enjoying this. You know, Questions these, are so much these, fun. These people are really... I, I love the fact that the uh, people are getting into answering these, and I like th- th- this is a good thing for people who aren't able to actually be call-ins for the cast. Yeah, you know whether they're too shy to or don't have a good enough internet connection to Skype, they're still able to make their voices heard. Yep, that's fine. And as long as I can make it sound fun, and as long as you know. I, I'm I'm having fun interaction with these guys, and you know, each week whenever I make a funny comment, you know, someone replies to it in the question of the week, like Swampert Driplin Chatot, Swampert Driplin Chatot, Swampert Driplin Chatot, wants me to just initial his name now, unless I make an entire cast dedicated to him or something like that. So that's mm-hmm. always fun, though. Coming soon to a theater near you is the Swampert Driftland Chatot cast. Can everyone say Swampert Driftland Chatot? Guys, it's time to leave you all for the day. So, this is me, Satokun, signing off, and everyone else here at the Bulbacast will say goodbye, and we will then be no longer for the week. Until next week. Bye. Bye. Adios, everyone. Jane mena, matarai shine. <laughs> <laughs>